expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! Coming up on today's experience, devotional diamonds of the day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but if you can guess them, you can win. Okay. The review of the goofy news which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. If you listen to the news to- too much, you can lose. See how that works? Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Because I really understand this. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Aha! Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Wow, that's a long time. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. Good night. Oh, sorry. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. We're asking this question. What can I do today, Lord Jesus, to honor you? That's the question that we're asking. Ooh. If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, we don't want it to die of loneliness. Just reach out to us and give us a call, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. But when you call 972-445-0770, you should probably be buckled up because you will be talking to... Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a dynamite. Dynamite! Talking to Dynamite D, that's like seeing a bumper sticker go by that it encourages you in your faith at the moment you need it, and you're like, go and praise the Lord. This literally happened to me about three weeks ago, Dave. And it, it, it wasn't even deep. It said, fear not. There- Wow. See? See that? I just think it's fantastic. Isn't that great? That's what it's like talking to Dynamite D. You should be so lucky, right? Also, you can reach us by texting 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. You can also send us an email, david at he must increase.org, not anti-disestablishmentarianism, not supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, not Frank, 
just David at he must increase.org is well we're going to send you up to the website why do we do that a couple of pretty specific reasons for that on the website is the prayer and praise form doesn't get printed anywhere nobody knows what's going on you can keep everything confidential we will pray for you you can share a praise report if you don't want to do it on the radio show not a problem we are there to be a part of the christian walk with you we're not geniuses. We're not brilliant. We're your brothers and sisters. Do you think your brothers and sisters are geniuses? Well, these brothers and sisters are. <laughs> That's, that. That's a nice way to say it. Bottom line, reach out to us. We'll be glad to participate with you and join in your struggle or join in your laughter and praise for everything and anything that's going on. Plus, on the website, it's a great opportunity to give to the ministry. It's 100% tax deductible. We don't give you anything special. You're not going to get a candy bar in the mail. There's nothing coming except for a receipt at the end of the year for what you gave. And we appreciate it. And we'll do our best to use that as good stewards to advance the kingdom of God. Please check out he must increase.org. Prayer request? He must increase.org. Praise report? He must increase.org. Looking to give to this ministry? He must increase.org. Confused by what's happening right now? He must increase.org. He must increase.org. <laughs> I think that's the national anthem for Canada. <laughs> that's what I'm going with. Yeah. <laughs> you see, D and I, we have to have some fun with some of this. You just have to understand how that goes, okay? <laughs> I never know until I hear it. <laughs> That's the worst part. Okay, uh, a couple of things to remind you. We're going to be praying for the audience in a little bit. We're going to be praying for, get this, because I always, I come, I drive in, I do my prayers, I do my devotions. You guys know I'm pretty pretty diligent on that. And that's why I drive in, and I think, what is it that we need? Like, like so people need, and that's the only basis of it. There's no brilliance in it. There's no strategic plan. I'm just trying to listen, do my best. And today, there's this sense where I was just praying, and just a sense for people to be patience patient while victory is coming like to be patient in that process so we're going to pray that a little later on i will tell you that i need you guys to be praying because my wife who is my love of my life she is my human everything okay just the easiest way to put it she has uh, been really taxed lately she just needs a touch I, I i've been praying the lord would touch her i'd like you guys to just pray the lord would touch her too that's a good thing to remember also don't forget this and i want to make sure to say this every victory acknowledged we're not just going to let this go every time the lord does something in some capacity there's got to be acknowledgement you don't have to tell a radio station you don't have to tell a radio audience you don't have to tell everybody in your church but you have to acknowledge it before the lord so as to honor the lord and the things that he does we just think that's a good idea so we're going to get to all that stuff in a little bit later in the meantime we are going to uh be we're in the book of of Hebrews, and I'm telling you, forewarning you, kind of trying to encourage you, we're getting to that point where when you get to Hebrews, when you get to 
chapter uh, 10, and you get into verse 19, from chapter 10, 19, all the way through the rest of the book, it's just lights out fantastic. You got the Hall of Fame of Faith in chapter 11. You got chapter 12. I mean, it's just great stuff. But as we're going there, you'll see that how, one of the things that Hebrews does as a book is uh, the beginning part talks about, you know, this this need to persevere, to keep going, no matter what's taking place in our lives, we keep pushing forward. As Christians, running into it with patience, and while we're looking at that, the Lord is manifesting to us through his scripture that this new covenant matters, that it makes a difference from the old covenant because it puts us in a a functionally different relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So we're going to be picking this up from Hebrews chapter 10. And I just want to say this. This will just start with uh, verse 5 is where we're going to start with. And I'm going to go through it. And I'm going to do a big bunch today. But just listen. It's really some good material if I don't get in the way. Here's what it says. Therefore, as he was coming into the world, he said, You did not desire sacrifice and offering, but you prepared a body for me. You did not delight in whole burnt offerings and sin offerings. Then I said, see, it is written about me in the scroll. I have come to do your will, O God. After he says above, you did not desire delight in sacrifice and offerings, whole burnt offerings and sin offerings. See, I have come to do your will. He takes away the first to establish the second. Stop. (laughs) Right there. Let's understand something. There is an Old Covenant and a New Covenant. There is an Old Testament and a New Testament. I know people are like, well, no, no. It's like, yes, yes, Jesus was very specific about a New Covenant. A covenant is an agreement. It is, in a sense, a treaty. In our minds, it can be understood as a contract, only for our sake in the contract, God is running both sides of it because we are so good at messing stuff up. First thing I want to point out to you is that Jesus says that Jesus, he was coming into the world. And it just sounds so innocent. But Jesus didn't just come into the world from a simple birth, right? Because it was a birth through Mary, but it was of the Holy Spirit that he was created. And so it's a birth of partnership. Did you get that? I want everybody to listen to that line. A birth of partnership between the divine and the human. I mean, just think of that. Just, just okay, I'm going to go way out on a limb. So <laughs> why not? All right? So you have one race of beings that are aliens and far advanced. You have another race that are not as far advanced. And the far advanced race goes, we're going to become one of you less advanced people so that we can help you. Or as Billy Graham put it, and I give him all the credit in the world when he was sharing the story about understanding how Jesus became one of us, as the father and the son were walking through a little parkway, they saw an anthill that was stomped on. And the father said to the son, how could you help the ants? And the son said, I don't know. And the father said, you become an ant and go help. That's the incarnation. That's what took place. And yes, Jesus becoming a human is like a person becoming an ant, maybe even more extreme. And this partnership between the divine and the human is 
to show the intent of God. What is it, as we're getting towards Christmas, what is it that Jesus is named? What is he named? What is his other name besides Jesus? What do they call him? They shall call him, they shall call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Get it? I mean, with us. Like, good, we can't do this on our own. <laughs> the bottom line to this process is we need some help. And Jesus is the help. I mean, this is the biggest thing that people just don't understand. It's like, now, without the resurrection, it doesn't have the same flavor or anything like that. But let's not misunderstand something. God wanted to be so connected to us that in spite of our rebellious nature, in order for this to happen, he takes extraordinary measures on our behalf and becomes one of us so that he can help us because we're the anthill that got stepped on. The person that stepped or the being that stepped on us was saved using sin, and now God is coming to bring relief and deliverance and does that through Jesus Christ. It is the biggest humble step your brain could even fathom. But he does it because he loves you. And then just go that one step further. Oh, and by the way, after doing all that, he called you by name. We are so privileged. Take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. So he gives the conclusion to the matter. He, he, he says in Ecclesiastes 2, I see this too I see is from the hand of God. For without him, who can eat or find enjoyment? To the person who pleases him, God gives wisdom, knowledge, and happiness. Only in God is there satisfaction. He says, this too I see is from the hand of God. Happiness is from the hand of God. Verse 13 in Ecclesiastes 3, that each of them may eat, drink, and find satisfaction in their toil. This is the gift of God. Happiness is a gift. Satisfaction is a gift. The graces for appreciating life at its fullness is a gift from God. And apart from God, it cannot be attained. Yaza! We're really going to the mat here, huh? So then you might say, okay, David, then what's the conclusion? What do you do then to get that whole process going? If, God, if only God can grant lasting happiness, period, what do we got to do? Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 13. Now all has been heard, and here is the conclusion of the matter. Don't you love that? I mean, you, the answer's right here in the same book. And here is the answer. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the duty of all mankind. If you want God to grant you the gift of happiness, you fear him and obey his commandments. People are like, oh, no, there's got to be something else. Isn't there medication involved? Isn't there grandchildren involved? Isn't there this involved? Isn't there relationships involved? Isn't there, uh, you know, uh, money involved and power and cars and houses and big TVs? No. Wasn't there food and wine? And what about all the medications? No. Well, what about becoming smart and brilliant and knowing and having degrees? No. You tell me partying doesn't do anything? Correct. You mean building a monument to myself does nothing? Correct. 
Happiness comes as a gift from God only. And so the conclusion of the matter is simple. Fear God and keep his commandments. This is the duty of mankind. This is the requirement. Now, to fear God is to be in reverence of God. Honor, respect, awe, and appreciation. Every day, are you in honor, respect, awe, and appreciation of God? Yes or no? And do we obey what he tells us to do? You want to be a successful Christian? Do what God says. I'll be a successful Christian. That means X amount of money in the bank. No, it doesn't. Jesus didn't, Jesus didn't die and resurrect a billionaire. I mean, that's just dumb. The David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Man, that fill that we just heard, that's a good fill. That's a good fill. It's like, you looking for happiness? You going to try this? You going to try this? You going to try this? I'm like, really? Did I teach that? That's really... <laughs> that's... I, I know! I know everything else. So no, you know, scrapbooking will do it. No. Bowling will do it. No. My kid's doing this. No. <laughs> having grandchildren. No. Having great-grandchildren. No. 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 <laughs> this is like, wow. All right. Let's do our tribute. I just love that. I just it's like, look, this is from God. This is all from God. It's from the creator. All right. Here we go. Uh, first trivia question. In which old, Now, this should be, you guys, immediately when you hear this, just think what would typically, where would this typically be? In which Old Testament book is it said, food gained by fraud tastes sweet to a man, but he ends up with a mouthful of gravel? <laughs> where, what book would you think that would be in? Doesn't take a lot, right? Which Old Testament book is it said, food gained by fraud tastes sweet to a man, but he ends up with a mouthful of gravel? Okay. There you go. If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 as well. You can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. We will do our DNA because we must do our DNA. Some people are like, you are very, very persistent about that. Yes. And by the way, uh, Jenny, Good guessing. Let me just say that to her real quick. <laughs> okay, here we go. Ready? All right. DNA. D, draw closer to the Lord daily. daily. Now, you got 24 hours in a day. Okay? That's the basic time. So it's not being perfect here, right? I am not trying to take away from your sleep. I am not trying to take away from your work time. I am not trying to take away from your family time. But I'm going to go with take 10 minutes, whoa, 10 minutes, and separate it out of your little me, 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 me time and make it him, 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 him time. That's all. Just, just change your life. It'll change your life. How's that? And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never, ever be ashamed of what Jesus had to say. I promise you they are going to make it even harder for Christians to make any statement anywhere. And just here's here's the best response you can ever give to any of them. 
I was going to write you a letter, but I couldn't spell. <laughs> okay? I mean, that is like the best response. That's the best you can do right there. And then A, always be ready to serve, which means that your heart is sensitive enough that while you're reviewing the stuff that you need and you're going through, you're also aware of what other people need and what they're going through and how you can participate and be a part of that. That's DNA. I mean, that is just rock-solid DNA. That's what that is. All right, trivia question, and then I'm going to go to prayer for the audience uh, right after that. In which Old Testament book, as it said, food gained by fraud tastes sweet to a man, but he ends up with a mouthful of gravel? That's somebody talking with gravel. Yeah, yeah, they're free, too. Okay. Nine seven two four four five zero seven seven zero is the number to call. Two one four two one zero eight four eight three is the text. And then David at he must increase dot org. Let's pray for the audience. I want everybody to just you know connect your faith. You know offer your faith. I got an ounce. You got an ounce. Everybody's got an ounce. And we got lots of ounces of faith, and that's the goal. Let's pray. Father, we come before you right now, and we come before you in the name of Jesus and with help from the Holy Spirit. And the first and foremost thing we do is we say, we thank you, we praise you, we acknowledge you. Hallowed be thy name. First, I thank my God. So we thank you first, because everything that you're doing, even beyond our own understanding, is filled with grace, filled with love, filled with compassion, filled with mercy. Thank you for that. And Lord, we as a people, we believe that you're going to bring us to victory. But there are many times where our own patience is pretty limited. So we ask you, Lord, to help us to be at a better place of rest inside of our minds and inside of our hearts. It does not go past me, Lord, that that Jesus, you spoke to the wind and rebuked the wind and the waves. And the waves have the action and the wind have the noise. And you wanted it to be quiet. And some of us just need to be quiet. Hanging firmly in our faith. Believing for your gracious hand of victory. We just yield ourselves to you. Pray it will be for your honor and glory. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Okay, so I love that. That's just like, you know, that's helped me. That's going to help me. I mean, I'm not. Yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm just like, wowzer. <laughs> okay, now, what's amazing is that two weeks from today, I think two weeks from today, uh, we're going to get into this segment where we start talking about entering into the presence of God, which is like my... Yeah, I got like top 10 favorites. It's hard, I know, 750,000 words, whatever, and so many verses. I got my favorite ones are coming up, though, and I just absolutely love them. But I want to make sure you understand something about where we're at because of Jesus Christ. Verse 8 in Hebrews 10 says, After he says, You did not desire or delight in sacrifice, whole burnt offerings. See, I have come to do your will. He takes away the first to establish the second. By this will, we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all time. So we've had a great, I think a really great 
uh, review on that the the sin situation in our lives that there is justification, sanctification, and glorification. There is past, there is present, and there is future. Listen to what the scripture says. We are you know the offered through the body of Jesus Christ offered once and for all time. We have been sanctified. Now we're going through that process of sanctification in the practicality part of it, which is God is working out in our lives. But what Jesus did that is different than anything else that we ever discuss is that when he brought in the new covenant, it wasn't that the old covenant failed, although the old covenant was not kept up on mankind's part, so to speak. But what God did was something even deeper. He went and established the new covenant because the new covenant had come, and it's important for us to grasp that it's the new covenant, the new system by which we operate with God, which we are in a greater partnership with God. So this is not just about you and me uh, obeying rules, and that's the problem right there. Everybody thinks it's a formula. We talked about this just yesterday. It's like, stop making your Christian walk like a formula. It's not a formula. It's a living relationship with the living God made possible through the redeeming work of Jesus Christ and lived out by the power of the Holy Spirit, given by the granting grace, mercy, and favor of God received by faith. And so the old covenant brought us to this part, and the entire premise of the new covenant is simply this word, better. It's better. It's the Old Testament fulfilled what it was going to do. Lead us to Christ. And now the laws are in our hearts and in our minds. Jesus, by faith, lives inside us. The Holy Spirit exists in us because we are the temple of God. And now the relationship is better. That's what the new covenant did. The Lord came and said, okay, you guys are so messed up. I'm covering all ends. I'm going to be one of you to cover your end because it's the only way to do it. And we should all be like going, thank you, thank you. So what I'm trying to say by this whole thing, because after this, it's going to go lights out crazy after this, after this week, is this whole new covenant that you exist in, privileged. You are a privileged believer and child of the Most High God, because through the redeeming work of Jesus Christ, you have been placed in this deeper and better relationship in mass than they had prior, because now God's not just walking beside us, but he's living inside of us. Woohoo! Hallelujah! Somebody say praise the Lord. That's all I got to say. Come on. Uh, which Old Testament book has it said food food gained by fraud tastes sweet to a man? But in the end, he ends up with a mouth full of gravel, gravel. Do you have an idea what book that is? Got a... That is correct, Amanda, sir. You are right. Dynamite D stepping up to the plate. All right, we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. The David Spoon Experience. I'm just telling you the truth. I'm just being honest. 
right? Because I'll pull from – I'm Jewish. I was trained well, and I you pull from multiple directions. This was one of those things. So I kind of needed to recognize that sometimes I'm obnoxious, and I need to make up for it. And the whole point of me telling you this is – Sometimes you will do things that doesn't necessarily mean you're wrong, but because you didn't have the right spirit going on when it happened, you need to make up for it. Now, by that, I mean this. So Noel uh, found out uh, yesterday that she had to get up at 4.30 this morning because the president of, quote, unquote, the company was coming in because they were doing a remodel, and her section was one of the sections that are being remodeled. So she had to be at work at 6 in order to be there, okay? All right. So uh, now I'm already – I'm not in the doghouse or anything. I'm just you know, feeling like I, I could have done better. So you know what I did? And I'm telling you this for a reason. I got up at 5 in the morning, and I sat with her for about a half hour while she was getting ready, right? And I encouraged her because I knew she was really tired. And then she went to work, and I went back to bed (laughs) for at least an hour and a half until the dog said, that's enough out of you. Get up. You know, that was a whole separate thing. The reason that I bring it up is not because I did something brilliant. That's exactly not the case. In fact, the reason that I had to make it up is because I didn't do something brilliant. But it dawned on me that it is okay, or not okay, but it's probably right for you and I when we're in relationships and we do something that's a little far off or maybe not as uh, authentically Christian as we generally need to be, that we're allowed to make up for it. And so what I was trying to do was communicate with her, I love you. I'm kind of sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. All right, I'm totally sorry because I'm up at 5 a.m. that uh, I, I, I didn't – I wasn't, like, nicer about the whole thing. And so whatever happened by getting up at 5 in the morning last night went bye-bye. And my point in making that um, – sharing that with you is simply sometimes we can do things that is – a way to say I'm with you without doing a whole bunch, and that will just make some of the dumber things less painful or less dumb. You may be from a Baptist background, a Pentecostal background, a non-denominational background. David Spoon has that too. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, Spirit-led, and a bit nutty, then give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience. 770 KAAM Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth.